everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber, and today we're going to be talking about 15 ways to not create a relationship. Before we get into that, I want to share with you my free guide called Copy and Paste Texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. The link for this is going to be in the show notes below. Also, I want to make sure that you are on the waitlist for the next coaching program. We are enrolling in April and we're getting started in May. So this is my coaching program called From Dating to Exclusive, where we work together both in groups and one-on-one with a curriculum to guide you from dating to exclusive and learning all of the necessary skills that you need in dating to create a long-term committed relationship with somebody awesome. So make sure that you get on the wait list, not only to secure your spot in the next program, but also to get a discount for joining early. Lastly, I just want to give an exciting update, which is something I've been talking about on and off for a long time now which is my book that will be coming out at some point. (laughs) So I had already finished the draft a while ago. And then of course, you know, uh, writing a book is really hard. And there's so much self-doubt that comes with that. And I kind of put it away for a while. And then I had a conversation with a friend and she encouraged me to get back on that. And so I was like, okay, like, I I feel like I need to add something. So I did. And then I was reading the rest of it. I was like, oh, this is really good. (laughs) And I think I just needed a break from it to realize that. Um, I actually read a book about how to write and publish a book. And one of the things that book said was, you know, you're done with your manuscript when you hate your book. And so I think I had reached that point. I just didn't realize that that was the point when you're done with it. And it really is like, you read your own book so many times you I mean it's painful to get it out of your system it's painful to reread it and edit it and edit it again and edit it again and edit it again it's just like ooh, it's a lot so anyways the update is that I sent it to the editor for the first round of editing After that, I'll add a few more last touches, then I'll send it to a different editor just to make sure. And then it's pretty much going to be on its way and out to you probably, hopefully this year. That's the goal this year for sure. Um, But I'm not sure how long those final stages take just because I haven't done this before. So keep an eye out for that. I'll definitely be letting you know when it's getting closer to that date. And I'm super excited. Okay, so let's dive into today's topic, which is how to not get into a relationship. And this is inspired by a podcast interview I heard from uh, the School of Greatness, where Lewis House was interviewing Alex Hormozy. And Alex Hormozy got this idea from somebody else. I don't know who else, but I got this from Alex Hormozy, which is basically that it's easier to think about how to not do something than how to do something. So for example, if you want to think about how can I create a wonderful, lasting, extraordinary, passionate relationship, it's more difficult to think about everything you know about creating that than it is to think and ask the question, how do I destroy my relationship? What are the steps? (laughs) And usually that brings a lot more clarity. And so then you can kind of think backwards where now if you think of five ways to destroy your relationship, just do the opposite of those five things 
and that's how you create a beautiful relationship. So he gave many, many examples of how to stay poor. So if you want to be wealthy, think about how to stay poor, right? Step one, under earn. Step two, overspend, you know? (laughs) So anyways, um, we're going to talk about this for how to date and how to not find a great relationship. And I really could have come up with a hundred things, but I didn't want to overwhelm you. And these are the 15 things that I came up with. Number one, stay home. Don't meet new people. Number two, get comfortable with your same circle of friends. Don't add people to your circle. Don't seek out new people to add to your circle. Just be comfortable with those people that you met in college or high school or work and don't expand beyond that. Number three, don't be a great partner emotionally, financially, physically, sexually before you meet this person. So even thinking about things like managing your finances and being responsible in this area when you're preparing for a partnership. Just let that go. Don't worry about anything. A relationship is going to solve everything. (laughs) Uh, Number four, be serious. People love it when you don't smile or laugh or joke or play or flirt. That's really attractive on the dating scene. Number five, Keep dating people who don't have all the five elements of relationship material. Number six, rush things forward with the people that you like. You know, try to answer every single question about their past and their trauma and their depth and their feelings within the first few weeks so that you can get to the point where you know them super well and you feel extremely connected. Number seven, Never clarify exclusivity or labels with the person that you're dating. Number eight, don't have uncomfortable, honest, or vulnerable conversations with the people that you are dating. Number nine, complain about the sex that you're interested in, meaning the people that you date. Complain about men if you date men and how annoying and terrible they are. Complain about women and how... They're all, they're all the same. <laughs> Just complain and talk them down. Number 10, allow societal pressure to influence your dating decisions. We talked a lot more about that in a recent episode called Five Hidden Sources of Pressure in Your Dating Life. Number 11, don't ask them questions. Wait for them to ask you questions. Number 12, Date people who don't ask you questions. Just make up for it by talking a lot or, you know, just asking them more questions. Number 13, stop growing independently. Number 14, solve loneliness with dating instead of friends. Number 15, focus on taking a ton of action without ever paying attention to your mindset or your emotions. So those are the 15 ways to never find somebody. (laughs) And let's just go over the opposites real quick. So hopefully you gathered like that's sarcastic and don't do those things if you are wanting to find somebody. Um, So the opposite is get out of your house, be around new people and talk to them. That's number one. Number two, 
always expand your friendship circle. Number three, focus on being a great partner even if you don't have one. Emotionally, financially, physically, sexually. Number four, be playful, lighten up, smile, joke, be flirty. It's not that serious. Number five, stop dating people when they don't have all the five elements. Number six, when you like somebody, allow the connection to develop naturally and organically and take your time to check that all the five elements are there. Number seven, make sure that you clarify that you're exclusive with somebody when you are ready to be and make sure that the labels follow after that. Number nine, don't complain about the sex that you're interested in. Number 10, do not allow societal pressure to influence your dating decisions, even if there's a lot of pressure. Number 11, ask a ton of questions. Be endlessly curious about the people that you're dating. Number 12, allow yourself to be deeply known and loved by another person. Make sure that the person is also curious about you. Number 13, keep growing independently, even once you've met somebody that you like. Number 14, solve loneliness with friends. Number 15, make sure that all of your actions come from an inspired mindset and emotion combination. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening today. By the way, we did just hit over 400 reviews on the Women's Dating and Confidence podcast, and I appreciate you so much for taking the time to leave those reviews. I'm constantly checking them (laughs) because guess what? I'm a human and I love validation. and I appreciate when you say nice things about the podcast. It means a lot to me and I do care. So thank you so much for the reviews. They are so special to me. And if you would like to leave a review, you can do so by searching for Women's Dating and Confidence podcast, clicking it, scrolling all the way down, and then leaving a review there. It's just a way for us to connect, for me to receive a little message from you, and also for signaling to other potential listeners that this podcast could be helpful and valuable to them as well. Thank you, and I will see you on the next episode.